airplane. I think you should hit it with the blurry afterwards, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. All right. After On the finish, edit. I do need them. So shout out. <laughs> fake shout out to them. <laughs> I know when you uh, when you called me, I was like, damn, that's key. Yeah, right. Because I was going to go earlier, but uh, I was kind of messing around in here. Like, I cleaned the, the studio up last night. Okay. But I didn't set anything up. Oh, no. Because cool. this is my actual closet. This yeah. is where I get naked. I get. Well, actually, no, I don't think I'm ever fully naked in here. You're not fully, fully naked? Like, you don't come here, nah. like, you don't got I always underwear in my, this bitch? No, nah, like, I always bring my drawers to the shower. Oh, you're one and, of those guys. Yes, and then I dry off, I put my drawers on in the, in the bathroom. In the bathroom. And then I shave, which I didn't do today, because clearly I'm still in my pajamas. Okay. Um, But yeah, I put my drawers on, and then, like, do the rest of my morning, brush my teeth and shit yeah. in my drawers, and then I'll come in here and get dressed. I do the I do the well not the opposite but like since my bathroom's connected to my room mm-hmm. is like yeah I get out oh the you got a, you got a master bath yeah yeah nice yeah those are fucking key that and it key. and they become more key as you get older and you have children mm. yeah you know yeah. the wash off you know afterwards and shit absolutely but yeah so it's like I go in there take a shower and then I'm right out the door fucking going into my room and putting on my drawers and shit hell yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah no, that's I got, key. Got a little bit of system. Yeah, but yeah, no. This morning was uh, what's what's today? Today is eleven eight. No, the seventh. Today is the seventh. We are st- still don't have a presidential elect. We're still waiting on results. We're still waiting on states like Georgia, Pennsylvania, and Nevada. Although Biden has flipped those. This is not a political podcast. I'm just bringing you guys up to speed. Because by the time that this releases, we'll have a new president. That's why I kind of wanted to push it off. Because I thought by the end of the day, yesterday, Friday, that they would... We would have a, a president, a decision, because but literally look, he, only one of those states has to come in. That's and it. what is that? Nevada? Yeah, it could be Nevada, it could be Pennsylvania, it could be Georgia. It doesn't matter. Just one of them has to come in because they're all more than enough to uh, for Biden to win. So I, I definitely thought that at least one of them would come in by Friday. But um, you know, this has been a long, uh, <laughs> a long, a. Uh, Dragged out election, you know. but like it looks like he's gonna win no matter what. How's it looking on the electoral college though? Um, Fuck the popular vote. And shit no, like that's that. what this is. Okay, cool. Okay, yeah, those are the electoral votes. Okay, cool. Yeah, so yeah, Biden, gonna, Biden's down six. So yeah, it's looking that way. The only way that Trump could win is that if he flips everything. Everything would have to change. Pennsylvania well, would have to flip. Georgia would have to flip, and I, Nevada would have to flip. I thought since he was getting these key like swing states, but he didn't. Were, he dropped them. Well, he got Ohio in the Midwest. Oh yeah, he got Ohio. He got Ohio. What was the other swing state? Florida. Yeah. And then what was the other one? It wasn't Pennsylvania, was it? That's yeah, I believe so. So that's when I was like, oh, okay, well, it's over with. But this. yeah, the whole situation was that on election night, all of those were red. Yeah. And day by day, they've been turning blue as the mail-in ballots have been counted. Okay, so what I was listening to was that each state does their their count different. Hell some, yeah. Some states count, you know, the mail-in ballots first, and then they count that. And then they count the regular ballots, right? Mm-hmm. So these states that were turning, they were red at first and then turning blue 
was because they hadn't counted their mail-in ballots yet. Right. That was the process. So, it's looking like he's about to win, though. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. What happened right Oh, here? it just happened. It just it's happened. Literally. It just happened. <laughs> okay, so what flipped? <laughs> oh, my God. He's up 284. Yeah, so he just took Pennsylvania officially. Yep. The son of Scranton, Joe Biden, is now our president-elect. This is why I had this on here in oh, hopes that wow. this would happen while we record. That's that it. That is amazing. It literally just happened in front of us. That's it. It's over. It with. says the Associated Press has called this race. Joe Biden is our president elect. Do you think that Trump is going to ask for a recount? He's already uh, been asking for a recount. Well, he said Wisconsin. stop the fucking count. Yeah. Like, well, yeah, that's similar to actually. I, I was watching a, a video this morning about the 2000 um, presidential race between George Bush and Al Gore. Okay. You wouldn't have voted in that, would you? No. No, I graduated I was six, in so 2003. You were, yeah, so you were 16. Yeah. So, yeah, you weren't old enough yet. Yeah, I was six. Definitely wasn't old enough. <laughs> um, but, um, yeah, so it was like a similar thing. And they actually took 35 days to uh, do the recount until the Supreme Court ended up deciding to cancel the recount because it was a violation of our constitutional rights because there was wow. no set system in the recount. They had Florida recount like numerous times, and it took yeah, thirty five days. And that that's that's because his brother was the governor at the time, correct? And so they're just like kind of yeah. Jeb was doing some shady shit, supposedly. Supposedly yeah. he was doing some. But shit. yeah, so no, yeah, they, that that race ran all the way until I think yeah December twelfth. Wow. Yeah, because that that was just me. Me and my girl were laying in bed, and we were like trying to figure out like what's the longest, you know. That it took yeah. to count. Because I told her, I was like, well, it had to have been long back in like the 1800s and stuff before there was, you know. Yeah. But it wasn't that many people voting, right? Correct. And there was less electoral votes. Mm. So we've we, we seen that the 1800 election uh, between Thomas Jefferson and Aaron Burr, I believe, mm-hmm. um, that took like six months. <laughs> They started, uh, yeah, they started counting in April and counted all the way through um, October. And so that is technically the longest. But in recent history, that would be the 2000 election, uh, Bush versus Gore. And that took 35 days. Wow. And then with that, after that happened, because the whole reason that the Supreme Court stopped the recount was because there was no set precedent for how to recount Mm. so it was a violation of our constitutional rights Mm. so they stopped it and that's how he won but then after they put into a place it was like this act it was called um the help america vote act havka or some shit like that and that um set different boundaries and different requirements, things like uh, updating um, election uh, election machines Mm -hmm. and uh, training of election judges Mm. and put in place like certain things to stop election fraud. Well, this, this time around this election or voter fraud, I guess you would say um, is unprecedented as well because at, Mail-in ballots are at an all-time high. Oh, yeah. We've never seen nothing like this. They said the amount of mail-in ballots that occurred 
this election, like, equal to the amount of ballots that were casted last election. So, just the mail-in. Just the mail-in. Yeah. So, it's looking like, yeah. But like, I called that on one of our shows that I was saying that, um, I mean, it, I mean, it was a popular opinion that majority of the mail-in ballots were Biden supporters. Yeah. You know, but so why that's was how, that, though? Because that all Trump, Trump's whole thing was that Corona isn't real. And mm. Get to the polls, get to the polls. So that's why. Oh. Like the mail-in ballots, fear of COVID was like a liberal thing. So you think that was his strategy, his campaign strategy? I don't thinking, think it was a strategy. Well, think no. about it. If like, anything, you want to win the night of. Well, you know yeah, I mean? right. But if he's telling them, don't don't worry about Corona, get to the polls. Oh, you're talking about yeah, Trump's yeah, strategy. That, that was yes, his correct. strategy. Yeah, because he wanted to look like he won on yeah. election night. Yeah, yeah. Claim yeah, victory yeah. on election night. Yeah. But this happened to be election week, and we now have a president elect. Yeah. So let's get into the show. Yeah. Welcome to Closet House Podcast, the podcast that is filmed, recorded, edited, all that good stuff from a closet in my house. I am your host, Milo. Savvy, savvy baby, savvy Milo. All that good stuff alongside, as always, Halston. How are you doing? Big, 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 big Rose. Big Rose. <laughs> I'm doing good. How about you, man? Good, man. You're looking good, too, in oh, this new you. fucking collection that's thank dropped. You, Let's take you, a second you. to talk oh. about that, the Crybaby Collection. The Crybaby Collection was something that I came up with. Um, I wanted to... Um, I wanted. I, I like a lot of juxtaposition, so I like a lot of things that don't match. I took the varsity fonts from college teams and things like that, okay, or colleges, you know, college merch, and I just wanted to add a little pastel to it, you know, same color stuff, something different. So I decided to come out with these sweatsuits. They were all pastels, and I ran with that. I ran with that whole color palette. Long sleeves, short sleeves. Definitely, this like is a that. part of the collection. That's a here. part of the collection. So I dropped it in phases. I was supposed to drop the sweatsuits mid November, and I get I just got too excited. Oh, who, so. who wouldn't be? <laughs> so I dropped them early, and then I started to drop t-shirts, which are on pre-order now. Mm-hmm. And then um, the long sleeves, low key, like like well, these basic long sleeves, I got. I got my guy or my cousin Mario actually fucking selling those like exclusive shit. Hell yeah! So no, very limited supply. So they're, they're all everything was limited, but like you got to go through Rio in order for you to get the fucking mm-hmm. long sleeves. Right. right now, they're not even on the company site. And then, um, but as far as the pre-orders for the short sleeves, they're up on the site right on now. The site, yep. And they can also probably maybe request them through your Instagram. Yes, they can request them through. The, hit hit us up on the DM. Somebody's gonna you know. Respond to you, me, you know, my wife. Somebody's and it's, gonna uh, it's God talk with a V. With a V. For the A. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that was it, man. Oh, like, yeah, So, we man. got some other drops coming on. We got some premium t-shirts and some premium long sleeves coming after the pre-orders and on these t-shirts. And then we're going to have some masks, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, shit, we actually have. Yeah. Is, are they similar to this one? That's the, that's this what it, the yeah, it's going to be similar to that just in different colors. Yeah, this is sick. Yeah. So Milo got the one of one the blue with the fucking where's the teardrop? With the teardrops at? on it. With the teardrops. Yep. And this then thing is fucking sick. Milo got one of eight uh long, long sleeves, sleeves back there. Everything I rock exclusive. It's all exclusive all my shit. Custom made. Mhm. Shit, I used to I remember uh back in like 2000 
I don't know, 15 or so when uh, I hooked up with, actually it was last week's local shout out, his younger brother. Remember how I said I went to school with his younger brother? Yep, yep, yep. QP. Yeah. Or Adam Lundquist. Um, We did a a handful of t-shirts together. He had a little uh, company that he was doing, he's still doing, is Blanche. So shout out to him. Oh, right on. Yeah, you did tell me that. And yeah, we made, we collabed on a shirt and yeah, man, they sold like hotcakes. Yeah. People love that shit. I had them. I just gave him an idea. I was like, yo, I want like a, a Buddha with a bandana. Cause I got, that was my whole thing. I was just like a hippie that always wore bandanas. Mm. So it was like, I was like, I want a Buddha, a big Buddha with like a shrine behind him. Mm-hmm. And then, um, like a wearing, band- yeah, him wearing a bandana. Yeah. And then uh, on the front, we had the Ohm symbol. Oh, nice. Which you're familiar with. Yeah, yep, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. And then, um, yeah, I remember I, I had a song. And I remember, yeah, there was like a lyric. And it was like, all my shit custom. Everything I rock <laughs> custom made. And that's well, how yeah. it was. Yeah. All my, like, at the time, all I was wearing was his his stuff and my stuff. Stuff that, like, me and my friends were creating. Yeah. That's yeah. the only things I wore. See, I wasn't... I wasn't... <sighs> I wasn't into that mm-hmm. for a while. Like, I was just, like, a hype beast when I was younger and shit. Yeah. When the ice cream was out and all this right. other stuff. Throwback jerseys and shit. But little by little, I started to really, like, want to make the stuff. You know, mm-hmm. like, I felt like I had something to offer. You know? Did you feel like your taste, like, not simplified, but it became more just less kind of about, like, design, so to speak, and more about color patterns and um yeah it was it was mainly about aesthetic yeah aesthetic yeah just aesthetic like what what is going to be pleasing to the eye and what's going to be something that i potentially want to wear you know definitely um, uh i want to i'm aiming for and i guess it's always you know every creator's aiming for whether they're doing music or you know whatever um they're aiming for timelessness right so i'm aiming for things that that become staples in a man's you know in a man's closet. So like things that are pleasing to the eye to him and to a woman, right? Things that he can wear in the office, you know, things that he can wear at the bar or around his friends. In the gym. In the gym, right? Um, but also too like gives him like an individuality. Yeah. You know, gives him his own uniqueness. Definitely. So like a lot of the sweatsuits that I had made, they were like same color on color or just like a slight variation of the color of the actual garment. Mm-hmm. So they weren't too loud because I don't like loud clothes. Yeah, that's what I meant by like, I didn't want to yeah. say simple where they were simple, but yeah. like they were just like toned it down. They're, where they're it wasn't very like, toned down. It wasn't yeah. dependent on a specific design yeah. or, or, or emblem or anything. Like yeah. That. But I made this one because like my, my girl was like, you know, my wife was like, just fuck them up a little bit. Like, just do something different. You know, like, uh, yeah. I know you like the toned down stuff, I but love like, it. but fuck them up some. So this one's actually a one of one that I did myself. Yeah, that you know? thing's beautiful. Yeah. So it was just some like, you know, some Easter bunny shit. But outside of that, though, like, yeah, just toning the shit down, making, making. And that is, is that like an off white? That's yeah, not this white. Is like, this is like an off white yeah, cream. I like that yeah. shit. That's, that's not. So. Doing that or whatever, but, like, yeah, trying to give it to the guys. And, like, a lot of guys out here, you know, like, um, I mean, it's been around for a while now, but a lot of guys like to, like to wear pink. They like to wear oh, yeah, dude. different colors and stuff like that. So just giving them that taste or whatever. And um, 
Shout out to Kanye with the yeah. pink polo. And then also too, like like fucking them up in the in the fall. Like instead of giving them fall colors, like giving right. them you're giving them spring them, colors yeah, in the fall. In the fall, like with, with on the, fall wear. Hell yeah, yeah, on I fall wear. With, I so, fuck with that. Yeah, so this whole juxtaposition of just that, um, the inspiration was um, Crybaby was uh, was from it like the movie. It was the movie. It's a combination of like my mind be working so fucking different. So it was a combination of the movie. It was a combination of me watching like certain Latin gangs that had like teardrops on their eyes, uh-huh. and then like old freestyle music, yeah, like Spring Love yeah. and like okay. Diamond yeah, Girls. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. like all these things are running through Diamond my mind, <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, Ooh, yo, this uh, is gonna be the collection. Hell yeah! Like uh, a gangster type of like crybaby type of deal. Like I don't know. It's just it made sense in my mind, so that's yeah. why I called it that. That's it. So oh, I'm yeah, dropping the rest of the stuff that. this year, and then um, I'm already suiting up for next. Yeah, I was collection. about saying next year it's on to the next. It's on to Keeping the next already. Rolling. I'm actually yeah, I'm actually in creation of that now. So yeah, we're doing. Nah, you've been super consistent this yeah, year, man. Yeah, on yeah. on the fashion tip, you've been yeah. rolling. So it's fun, man. I've been having fun. Uh, earlier this year, I was a little stressed out about it. It wasn't it wasn't fun for me for some reason. Mm-hmm. My girl just told me like, you just gotta chill out. Yeah, I think uh, I think a lot of stuff for people that was normally fun this year kind of was just different. It was, man. You it was know. just everything that was going on, like the the um, like this year was just unpredictable. Number one, Absolutely. like it wasn't consistent. Like my job was moving me around, you know, as far as like scheduling goes. Like I'm watching out for my children, watching yeah. out for my girl, and then still trying to get in that mode of creating. Definitely, like, I don't smoke weed, which I wish I could. Like so, it's like all those things. Like, like I don't know. I couldn't mm-hmm. work out really. Right. The gyms were closed. Yeah, it was just it was just different. Yeah, I think that. Like a thought that I had in a conversation that took place with a friend of mine, we were talking about how um, a lot of the things that we were used to doing on a regular basis, you know, and whether it be the previous year or before COVID started, whatever, um, when when it came around this year, it just it didn't have that spark because yeah. of everything that was going on. But we also had to pay tribute to the new things that we were trying in light of COVID was was starting to um, generate that that same creative drive yeah, that, yeah. that you were missing from what you're used to doing. Yeah. But then you were kind of almost forced to do something different. Yeah. Where it's like, we weren't forced to do something different, but we did do something different with this podcast. Yeah. And it's been going great. It's been going great. You know, and I have friends who, you know... Whether whether it be they started in OnlyFans to try yeah. and supplement income, yeah. or they had a business yeah. that they created, um, whether it be selling shirts, or I have one friend who uh, was making the um, what are they called the the resin molds? Okay, yeah, and they were selling like hotcakes and yeah. stuff, and it was like something that was just so random. Yeah, but and she probably would have never have thought to you know, move or, or do that if she wasn't placed in a position to where she had to figure something out to pay her rent. Well, like, yeah, like, we're, I feel like as a whole, like, you know, as a whole, we're in this evolutionary state. We're in the Mm -hmm. beginning stages of it. Like, it's, these things that are being hit at us within the past, you know, like, I don't know, five to 10 years, like, 
they're definitely changing us. Right. You know, like as as human beings, we're we're adjusting, but not only are we adjusting, we are dominating. There's more and more people coming out to being millionaires and billionaires. There's more people that are grabbing themselves up like the quote unquote bootstraps or whatever. And then like we're really like taking ourselves out of like poverty or taking ourselves out of middle class. We're we're doing more things that are more passion like driven than anything else. Like Definitely. even if it doesn't even if it doesn't work, people are still trying. They're making these attempts. Right. And although like social media is really bad at times for us and you know for our mental health. Yeah. It's it's been uplifting as well. Like it's this double edged sword where mm-hmm. you can get inspiration from there. You can get um you can find other people that are going through the same things as you and then you can find ways to educate yourself you know through these social media or even like um was youtube considered social media as well uh, kind of yeah. yeah whatever so like just learning these things through these platforms or whatever we're able to you know better ourselves and then try these things you know yeah corona put us on our ass for a while but and then it just gave the people that wanted to do something or were on the fence about that doing fuel. something that feel like okay i'm about to do this yeah so it's been fun you know the later half of corona for me has been fun like i got to drop something that i got to see um people's response hell yeah um even though like the the following base is like real small on the company page it was cool to see 10 extra followers like right oh man this when you, is when you're great. watching it grow yeah. when yeah. i'm watching it grow like i shout out to everybody that supported it like I got none but yeah, love. Whether like, you shared it, bought it, yeah, anything, whatever, man, commented, support. yeah, I, man, it, because it costs nothing to hit the follow button, right? So it was just like, but it takes everything out of somebody to do that sometimes, and for various reasons. So, for whatever reason, they're following the page. Like, man, thank you because yeah. it's cool to it's cool to share a creation, but it's so much more cooler to share the creation and then somebody somebody has positive feedback and they yeah. they agree with your creation. They go, wow, like, I like what you... Because it starts off with something in our mind, right? Right. Like, so we don't know if it's going to be cool or not. And then whether it's personal to us or whether we just think, like, this is a cool concept, like, it's still near and dear to our hearts. So Absolutely. when you release it out, it's like, oh, shit, other people are receptive of it. Yeah. And that's like, that's so, like, I, I, I validating for me in a way. It's validating for me mm-hmm. in a way because it's like it's I'm I'm expressing and sharing something that's intimate, you know, my creation, you know, my my creative process, you know, and then other people are embracing it. So Absolutely. yeah, it was, it was fucking awesome, man. I love yeah, it. I'm excited to hear that, man. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, it's some local news. Um, I don't know if you heard about the passing of King Von, man. King Von. That's some bullshit. Yeah, man. It's that was crazy. With, within the past what twenty four hours? Yeah, that was yesterday. Yeah, that was fucked up. I I got on the gram and I seen that shit. I'm like, I just seen Shorty just like on the gram, but like, yo, man, like, I don't know, man. You know, yeah, like, I think that's like two within a month or month and a half because then um, FBG Duck also passed. Yeah, not too long ago. And I can't say nothing about them, like you know, like they are who they are. But absolutely. But like yo, like I'm, I'm just gonna like Chicago dudes are just so like they're trying to live these raps, like not even mm-hmm. trying to like. No disrespect, not trying to live. They are living yeah. it, and it's like oh, like maybe 
You gotta step away. Yeah, maybe don't. Like, like once you get an opportunity, you gotta like take it somewhere else. But I mean, I'm not here to tell nobody none. These are all right. men at the end of the day. But yo, man, like y'all motherfuckers are too fucking. Real. Yeah, both fathers, which is which is heartbreaking. You know, it's it's awful to see. You know. And my brother was telling me, like, split. you know, he put me on King Von. And he was like, man, this guy's a good storyteller. He's like, but if he you is, really he's exci- listen he's to He's excited to listen to He's like, if you listen to his raps, like, they're keeping up score, mm-hmm. you know, amongst, like, you know, their rival gangs. And I'm like, are you serious? He's like, oh, dude, yeah. he's like, you'll hear, like, we got two. Or, you, you know, like, I'm like, yeah, man, this is, this is a little much, yeah. right? So it was sad to hear that. You know, I watched the Definitely. video of him getting shot. I was like, oh, shit, yeah. Yeah, it was kind of confusing at first, but I had to read the comments and then, then kind of like watching it again. Somebody stepped from around like a car or a truck and like hit him and mm. then ran back. Yeah, no, I didn't watch any video. Yeah, man, it's sad, man. But it's I had sad. seen a video from like a month ago where he had gotten into a shootout. So it's like you already they're living that life, man. It's man. already happening, bro. And you got to And then you're going out to the clubs, and, and yeah, man. Especially in rival territory. So you ain't even at home. Did I did I read this right? That dude, Quando Rondo, yeah, had something to do with it. Um, they had a yeah. It, it's like their their. It was their beef. It that, was their that beef, sparked right? it off, and I'm pretty sure that the the exchange of fire was between the two. You know, both of them were on the scene. Really. I'm, I believe so, from what I read. Were they were they both like fighting each other, like, like personally, like were, or or like were were they were they like the headliners, like were they fighting each other in the scuffle, or was like, oh, King in the Von, actual, in the yeah, physical scuffle, the, yeah, I'm not sure, or was King Von finding somebody else because yo he was fighting, mm-hmm. and then they popped him. Yeah, no, I didn't see the video. Yeah, that's that's wild though, bro. Uh-huh. See, but it seems like Dirk. Bibby, you know, because Bibby's from Chicago too, yeah. right? And like G Herbo, like they moved a little bit more smarter. Yeah, a hundred, hundred percent. Like you know, like that's what I meant about like once you get that opportunity, you kind of remove yourself. Yeah, you and know? it didn't take away from their stripes. Because, no, like, not at all. Everybody knows about these young mm-hmm. guys, man. These guys and you move still around, pop up. Like, like yeah. it's nobody's nobody's saying you can't fucking be in your own city. Mm-hmm. But there's a certain point to where you gotta. You know, just because you're in your city doesn't mean you have to be in the trenches. You know, doesn't yeah. mean you got to be, you know what I mean, in it. Yeah. So, like, why aren't these guys like, like, and maybe they are, but like, read your history. Right. Like, read, read, read about the generals because at some point in time, you guys got out of the trenches, mm-hmm. right? At some point in time, you guys are feeding people. You guys are feeding your guys. You guys are feeding families. It doesn't matter how young you guys are. He was 26 years old. He was right. he was feeding people. Absolutely. Know? Like, so that makes you a general, a leader, whatever you want to call it, capo, you know, boss, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, those guys don't move the same. Right. Those guys move completely different. You know, like, Absolutely. they have soldiers out there. They have people out there. They advance the venues. They advance, you know, certain things to check things out. That doesn't make you pussy. That makes know. you so much more smarter. You know, it seems like somebody like I was watching a, a brief clip. It's about a month or so ago where they showed um a uh, little dirt. He's he it's it's him like videotaping or like recording him like 
riding around in a bulletproof like fucking truck. Yeah. And like he taps on the fucking glass and shit. Like and he's he's in the city. Like I don't see him as pussy for doing that. Right. But some people might call him out for that. Like, no, no. he's smart. He's moving around right. like a fucking real general. Like I fuck with them. I fuck with all of them. Man. That was sad to see. I don't know if you saw it, but um Dirk actually found out on Instagram. Live. Really? Yeah, he was he was riding around with a you know, handful of his, mm-hmm. you know, entourage in the car, and they were all turning up and shit. And you see the um, stream of comments, and oh. everybody's commenting. Von got shot. They shot Von. Von got shot. And then finally, he like reads because normally when you're doing an yeah. Instagram live, you're not reading the comments or okay. whatever at at that level. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, he he starts to notice them, and they're just pouring in. Every comment is saying. Vanga oh shot. shit! Vanga and that's like shot. his little brother or twin yeah, right. Or so then, like you literally like see just his whole facial expression change, oh. and then he ends the live. Oh man, that's and fucking yeah, sad, academics man. posted it, and then six nine comments like the laughing emojis. <gasps> yeah, see, that's the thing. Like, I, I don't, I can't say nothing for any other city, and mm-hmm. you know, like I know there's some real ones every fucking where. Yeah, you know, like. I listen to 21 Savage. Like, that's one of my favorite young oh, rappers. Oh, fuck. I yeah. love and, 21. And dude is a fucking monster. But these Chicago dudes, they're like, like I said, they're living it every fucking day. Like, 6ix9ine shouldn't really play with these guys like but that, But that's man. the whole thing. 6ix9ine Six Nine is surrounded by security 24-7, and he's not in the trenches. No, he's You'll not. You'll never catch him. No, you he's won't. not. You won't. No, no. You won't. No, no. Yeah. He's 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 lucky for that. He's smart for that. But yeah, you're antagonizing these people, man. man. And that's these. Did you see the clip when he came out here and he was like, he yeah. went to the Nooski uh, memorial. That's, that's not good, man. That's not fucking good. Straight dude. instigating, man. Yeah, because, but like that's what that's his thing. And and no matter what, like, no matter how many like bodyguards or security he's right. got. Out here, like Chirac, they, still they're shooting touched. at the cops. You still get touched. Yes, they'll, yeah, they will even open at, up on you. Yeah, like, even at that, that club in, in, in Atlanta, they said there was an exchange with police officers. Yeah, these guys are not like the the climate of our of of us now in, in the United States with this corona, with all this pressure of like, you know, like unemployment and everything right. else. Like it's making people act different mm-hmm. you know like overall like it's just making them act different they're opening up in broad daylight you know i'm working at i work at oak park and um 38 no it was 28 to 40 shell casings were found in broad daylight wow in broad daylight right they That's opened some John up Wick shit. they <laughs> opened up on each other on an overpass oh it was that like 294 or something like that or no, two ninety. Yeah, and they opened up on each other, like in broad daylight. This is like two o'clock in the afternoon, man. Like company, like company vans are getting hit, like just in the crossfire. Oh yeah, the collateral like, damage. Like so, when you know, like this guy he's talking about, he's got you know all this security, and he's moving around in these trucks or whatever it may be, like. These guys don't care. No. They don't care. They'll open up on you in broad daylight. You come yeah. around here. You just he just knows how to do it. Mm-hmm. But you're just playing with fire. Eventually you're gonna get touched. Burnt, yeah. Yeah, you're gonna get burnt. Like so. 
Yeah, whatever, man. man. It's crazy. That's it's sad crazy. to hear, though, man. It yeah, is I sad. Did, I did see that. Yeah, and like I wasn't like a like a devout fan. Or no, anything. no. But yeah, I did appreciate his music. I did turn up in the car when it came on. Yeah, I did enjoy it. So it is. Um, it is sad to see talent taken away. But I think it's even more sad to see um, a father taken away. Yeah, from, from who his wants family. to see that, man? No, I don't. Nobody, I don't want to see does. that. Nobody does. Nobody yeah. does. Yeah, I definitely don't want to see these young brothers like going out like that, man. No, no, not not when they it. It's got to be like I don't know the statistics, but it's got to be a small percentage of people that are actually making it. How many people are rapping? How many mm-hmm. people are playing? You know, football, oh, yeah, baseball, yeah, yeah. and everything else. And then for these, the small group of people to finally make it on whatever platform stage, you know, like. That in itself is an accomplishment. Yeah, and you, and and if you're not looking at it as as that big of an accomplishment, you almost take it for granted. Yeah, subconsciously, yeah. it's yeah. not like you you're knowingly being like, oh yeah, fuck this, this don't mean shit. You know, it's it's like a subconscious thing where you're like, man, I should be here, so I'm not gonna switch anything. Like being me is what got me here, so why That's would I true. switch up? That's true, and that is a dilemma for a lot yeah, of these guys, right? 100%. I would I would assume so, but. Yeah, just moving a little bit different. Mm-hmm. And I guess that, that raises another question. Is it is it the duty of these older older people in the in that particular industry to give to that advice? Out? Yeah. To reach out. You know, like to say like, hey, you gotta slow down. You gotta slow down. Do this. I think they do. I think I've seen that. Yeah. But it's just uh, it's all up to the individual. You can't help somebody who doesn't want to be helped or doesn't think they need to be helped. That is true. You know? That so, is true. But in, in, the, in the talks of advice, uh, we've got a new segment that we've decided to do called Thank You, Milo. Oh. Um, where I've given uh, the listeners the opportunity to reach out and ask me for advice. Um, this week's Let's hear it. Uh, advice is coming from Snapchat exclusively, only because I don't include Snapchat and a lot of the things that I do for this podcast. Uh, and and once I start to read these, you'll understand why. <laughs> Shout out to my Snapchat followers. But yeah, I got a, I got gets, a handful of really weird responses. It gets, it gets crazy. It gets crazy on Snapchat. So I'll start with the normal ones. Okay, okay I got, please. I got, some, I got some really good ones. Ease so, us into this. Okay, yeah. So this is from an anonymous um, asker, I guess you could say. Um, they say, why do guys do all the cute couple shit with girls? but don't want to be in an actual relationship. See, now... <laughs> look, Wait, I'm, are they doing the cute couple shit? Like, is this, the, is this like, trendy now? Like, I, to this do That's what it's looking like. But I'm telling you what, I don't know if it's trending, and, you know, I don't want to sugarcoat shit, but if this is the situation, in my personal experience, so to speak... You were doing the cute... Um, not that cute shit, but you like guys are when, when, you're, when you're doing stuff, yeah, mat- matching windbreaker suits. See, no, I, see, I wasn't going that far. See, now, now, if you got matching clothes and you're doing that type of shit, yo, I'm, I'm on that, I'm on that path with my then girl. It's, yeah, then I don't know that that might just be some a toxic individual who just doesn't know what they want. Uh-uh. But that that's what what my response was going to boil down to is that um, these aren't. I'm you know this. I'm assuming this is a, a woman who's asked this. So yeah. These aren't um, the individuals that want a relationship to begin with. So just because 
be, because they don't want the relationship, they have to do something else in order to get what they're looking for. And I think we all know what they're looking for. Yes. The coochie. So <laughs> if, 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 if I'm not going to commit to you in a relationship, I have to do something in order for you to give it up. Yes. Now, whether you decide to give it up is up to you. See, but this is very hard. Like for a recipient, yeah, you know, and it and and typically it ends up being a woman or a young woman girl, right. um, when they're dealing with manipulation. Yes, that's what this that's what this sounds like. They're dealing with manipulation. They're dealing with a wolf, right, yeah. in sheep's clothing. Like it, they're how can you stay on guard all the all the time with yeah. this? You know, like that's gonna be it's hard. Tough. Like it's. Yeah, at at some point in time, this young girl or woman wants to be loved. Yes, they, they they have this, they have this, I don't know, like this natural feeling, right? They right. they're nurturers, right? Definitely. So it doesn't matter if you're in a you know a homosexual relationship, you're in a you know what do you call that monogamous or, right. or straightforward relationship, whatever, whatever, right? At the end of the day, you know, like I I, I really truly look at women as like they. They're just nurturers. They're, they right. want to give. They want so. At some point in time, they give into their feelings because this is mm-hmm. natural, but it leaves them so much more vulnerable. vulnerable. Absolutely, and they're like open for attack. Yes. So, like those those toxic people that want to come in just to, just for their own personal gain. Exactly. Oh, man, like, like the real question is where where is the mindset of of these guys or women or anybody that's the manipulator mm-hmm. that wants these things like they. They're so toxic, they don't understand that this small, like, instant of gratification, it's only that. It's only yeah. for a small amount of time. It's like a rush, right? It's like a Absolutely. drug. But what they're really looking for is some other type of validation. I think so, at least, right? But they just don't understand that. Absolutely. It's fucked up. Yeah, definitely. So my advice for this particular situation would be to uh, always put yourself first. Mm -hmm. Um, just because somebody is doing things for you, telling you the things you want to hear and showing you things you want to see, um, you got to remember to always put yourself first, just because that person is doing what, what, what you'd like to see does not mean that that person is there for that reason. And I'm not saying that you got to always be on guard, but you always have to remember to put yourself first. Yeah, that's the that's the North Star, right? Like, yeah, if you keep yourself always in mind, then you might not fall for 100% of the bullshit. Right. And then if you're able to recognize the bullshit, then you can then you can, you know, act accordingly then, right? Absolutely. You can adjust. Absolutely. If she's already rec- if she's already questioning this, mm-hmm. sounds like you know you know already. Sounds you know, like go you with know. the intuition. Go with that. Go with your intuition. Ab- yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Put yourself first. All right. Another great one that I got was, you'll like this one. How does one deal with fear when going through growth opportunities? Ooh. This is a beautiful question, and I love Ooh. to give advice on things like this because I have so much firsthand experience, uh, especially with being a creator. I can mm. almost guarantee that this came from a creator mm. or, or somebody who, who is looking to, you know, grow. Yeah. And, yeah. and that's a big part of creating yeah. is that you're constantly evolving. Yeah. But that fear is such a, 
motherfucker. It is. It can be crippling. It can. We talked about it. I think on the first episode where where I I referred to um, creating like a roller coaster, mm-hmm. and sometimes you feel your heart drop. You know, just like the roller coaster drops your stomach, and yeah. you're scared. Yeah. And you don't know, but that's a part of growth. And I think that a lot of that fear comes from. You know, naturally as humans, yeah. we're, we're afraid of the unknown. Yeah. And that's what the growth process is. It's it's you dabbling into something you're not familiar with, yeah. something that you're not 100% certain about. Yeah. And so you have that fear. It's natural. Yeah. But it's a huge part of overcoming that that step that needs to be taken mm-hmm. in order to grow. Yeah. You can't grow without putting yourself outside the box yeah you know because that's that's you know in essence what the metaphorical box is yeah there's no way out yeah you know but when you set yourself outside of the box you begin to realize that there's so much more room to explore and it's up to you whether you want to take those steps that's true that's true i i am actually going through that now absolutely you know like I, i go through it all all the time all the time right so i I'm blessed to have like a good support system. My wife, she, she tells me like, Hey, like, you know, like lean into it a little bit more. If you feel this way, lean into it. You're going to feel uncomfortable. You're going to, yeah. Like you're smart enough to, to like, to mitigate your risk. Number one, you're smart enough to, you know, like take calculated risk, but you still have to take a risk. Absolutely. So if you if you have any type of fear, whether you're just barely starting off, whether you're thinking about the idea and that gives you the fear, whether you attempted somewhat of doing whatever it is that's giving you this fear, mm-hmm. or you're already mid through it, like it's good to have somebody that supports you, definitely, and that puts you, you know, that pushes you. But if you don't have that, shout out to the people that don't have that because I was in those situations Absolutely, as well, as I was, and. It does play on your mental health. It does make you feel like you're alone and you might be alone at times. But if you push through and you lean into that fear and you keep on going with what your what your heart is telling you, like go after it, like there's so much more, you know, at at the under uh, end of it. Yes. And through the process, like once you, you get, learn so much. Yeah. Once you get over it and once you get to the end of it, you're gonna feel good, you're gonna feel validated. But in those moments of validation, reflect. And a lot of people don't reflect. Mm-hmm. Reflect on the past. Reflect on what it took, you know, to get you to that place. And you'll learn so much more from that. And with that being said, I think that um, we need to, as as yeah. a people, like, to to lean into the, these fears. Yes. Know? Because staying stagnant, staying stagnant or, or not going towards these things, it... Um, it allows you to, to, it doesn't allow you, it, it keeps you bored. Okay, let's say, Milo, like, you didn't go after the music, you didn't go after the podcast, you didn't go after any other thing that was creative, right? Right. You always wanted to, it's in the back of your mind, it plays on your mental health, but you never go towards it. Well, then, typically, I feel, this is my opinion, that you might start to become toxic. And what I mean by that is, you either start to become depressed yourself and you're no good around people or, or you start to deflect on the others yes you start to deflect on the others. start to shit on other people's dreams yes or you do something else which is something that 
a lot of us guys don't talk about enough. You start to treat these women as objects and you start mm. to shit on them. You start to run through them. You start to go after the pussy. You start to do these things for self-gratification and you don't take into account that this person is a, is a person, is a, a human being. being. Well, why are you acting so toxic? Why are you doing these things? Because you weren't man enough to go after your dream, to right. go after the, the other thing. They think that the two don't match or they have no relation, but they right. really do. Absolutely. If you're not going after something, then you're kind of bored and you're just kind of idly standing by. Well, mm-hmm. when you idly stand by, whether it's like you're bored at the crib and you're like, hey, I'm going to keep on eating because I'm bored, right? Or I'm going to smoke this weed because I'm bored. Like You're going to start to do other things. Like, well, I'm going to hit up this girl because I'm bored. Right. Right. And then this girl's like, oh, he finally called me. What's up? Yeah, like, he's, yeah, he, he but you're me. bored yeah, though. Yeah. And so now you're just, you're, you're involving somebody else in your, t- in your toxicity. And I think that goes back to the first question. Exactly. Absolutely. So yeah, it's really fucked up. Like lean into your fear, go Definitely. after it. Definitely. I think if, uh, if, if you are not afraid, you're doing something wrong. You're not you're not testing yourself. <laughs> yeah, you're not testing yourself. Because that's what it is. You're yeah. too comfortable, you're too uh content. Yes. So I think that was a great response. And then um another good one was why is it important to have close friends, not just acquaintances? Oh, yeah. It is because important. yeah, that's a that's like that's been a popular thing. I think we've talked about that as well too, about the whole um uh, trend of no no new friends or mm-hmm. no you know i don't need no, i do it by myself yeah. i don't need no friends yada yeah. yada yada but it's not always a matter of that it's somebody who's helping you physically achieve your goals but there are importance in having somebody who's uh just there to fucking talk to you or be around you or just yeah. even to have you know a presence i have you know certain individuals that man we like fucking, we can sit on the couch and watch TV, mm-hmm. and fucking over the course of three, four hours, say not too much to each other. Yeah. But we enjoy being around each other, whether it's because we've known each other for so long or whatever the case may be. Yeah, we enjoy each other's company. It's not always about conversation. It's not always about, no. but the conversation is key too, as well. Yeah, you will you will learn to love. Um, conversation that makes you uncomfortable that's what i was you will learn to love that shit as i'm getting older and reflecting on my life and doing a lot of introspective you know reflection the thing that i am looking for and not to say that i don't have it but the thing that i'm looking for more and more is accountability absolutely there's a thing with guys now that i've encountered and guys back then where they say they you know, where the real men at, right? And what I mean by that is there's not enough accountability within guys. And then when that accountability is given or, or, or asked of, these guys get sensitive. And they mm-hmm. say, oh, well, you know, he's tripping or, you know, like, right. you know, like whatever it may be. But this is the duty of a close friend. Usually close friends are going to challenge you. And check your ass. Yes. And typically these people... We'll listen to these songs, no new friends. I don't I did it on my own, so right. on and so forth. And that's steering you in a different direction. It's steering you in the direction of loneliness. So if somebody's telling you something about yourself 
or even asking you, hey, you said you're going to do this. Why what haven't happened? you did it? And you're you're getting offended by it. Yeah. Check your ego, number one, mm-hmm. because you're being egotistical. Number two, like, listen to what your friend is trying to tell you. Do all your, all the bullshit, whatever, you know, whatever, however they deliver it to you. Listen to the actual message and then take heed to that because this person is holding you accountable. This person cares about you enough. And that's what you need. You need accountability in your life. Like the things that you want to do, you want to run a marathon, you want to write a book, you want to become a nurse, you want to do whatever it is. And then when they ask you about it, don't surround yourself around people that are yes men. Or going to tell you what you want to hear. Exactly. Because there's no room for growth then. And then you're going to stay stagnant. And then that goes back to everything else. This is just my opinion. That goes back to you. If you're comfortable, then you're stagnant. If you're stagnant, then it means you're not going after the shit that you. And so you start to. You start to tell yourself that, oh, it's okay, or it was. You start to justify why you didn't yeah, go after those things. It's not my fault. It's not. It has yes. nothing to do with me. It's every, exactly. It's, this, it's for this reason. It's for that yes. reason, right? And then if you're not, if you're not going after these things, and you're justifying the reason why you ain't going after, start these acting things, out. You start acting out, right? So Absolutely. you start. You're cutting off the friends that were telling you something about yourself. You're surrounding yourself around the friends that are just wanting to hang out, party, and just do dumb shit. Right. And then at the end of the day, you wonder, why is my life the way that it is? Because mm-hmm. you're not changing anything. You're not changing shit. Close friends equal accountability. Close friends are going to be there in the good times and bad times, and close friends are going to challenge you. And if you don't have any challenge in your life, what happens? Physically, if you don't have no challenge, if you don't challenge yourself, you get fat, you get lazy, and then you get health complications, right? Okay, right. the same thing goes with the mind and everything else. Yeah. If they're not, if you don't encounter challenging your life, you're never going to grow. You're never going to get stronger. You're never going to impart wisdom. Cognitively. Right? Yeah. To anybody else. We're here to learn as people, Definitely. to grow, to, to acquire wisdom, and to bestow that upon the next generation so we can like move as a as a race or as as a as humanity. So close friends, even though it seems very small, and I might have went too deep into it, they're a key role. Absolutely. Whether that close friend is your brother, sister, mother, or whatever it Absolutely. may be, close friends are there. But it's not all roses. Mm-mm. They're not going to tell you what you want to hear all the time. They're supposed to challenge you. Absolutely. I think that's a perfect response. Now it gets into the weird shit. Oh yeah. Um let's see. We need like a red light in this bitch when it starts to get weird. Yeah, it's not incredible. <laughs> All right, so like I had one that was just like um how does how do how do I stop being a cheater? <gasps> I think that that boils down to even even just the fact that you believe and you call yourself a cheater just because you may have cheated. I think the was this know, guy or girl? Uh, this was a guy, okay. and um, I think that um, especially now with social media is like a a little bit of a toxic culture, like with the the future memes and the you know that kind of stuff. Well, you just see like now more. <laughs> I was talking to my wife about this. There's more of a variety now, mm-hmm. right? For a guy, or there's more choices now. Think about, like you said, in the 1800s, you know, everything was slower, right? Mm-hmm. You even talked about voting. Right. Everything was a lot slower. So 
you know, like you only knew what was around you, mm -hmm. right? And usually people didn't live that so close to each other. So there wasn't always these times where you could pick and choose so much. You found that one girl, you found that one man. Right. You know, you guys lived a mile away, so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. You know, tradition was different. So when you pick somebody, you pick somebody for very good reasons, right? And then you work through that relationship. You knew that there was ups and downs. Like you said right now, social media, Instagram, shit, man. All you see is choices. Yeah, it plays a heavy influence. And then all you see is happiness. Mm -hmm. So there's never a downfall, right? There's never a time where the girl is not looking whack. There's never a time where you don't smell the bad breath. There's never right. a time where you're not on vacation. You know, you don't have the fly clothes. Mm -hmm. it's, it's really... It could be toxic. But my advice to stop being a cheater, so to speak, is to stop calling yourself a cheater and stop training yourself to believe that you are something that you cannot change. I think a lot of, um, in my experience, not cheating, but in life, is that when you start to change the way you talk and the things you say and, and the statements that you make, is when your life starts to change. When you stop saying, I can't, and you change it to, I haven't been able to, mm -hmm. I have, you know, and saying, I'll never be, and, and saying, I'm not there yet, mm -hmm. and you start changing that attitude, it's very, very, very powerful. Yeah, life and death and is in down, the tongue. Dude. Keep a journal. Force yourself to see these maniacal and mean and evil thoughts that you have when you want to cheat if you have a good girl at home and you're sitting here looking through instagram and and you're sitting there in these girls dms and you're doing this and you're liking that and you're hard eyes and under this girl's photo even though you got a baby at home and your baby mama's babysitting and you bullshitting with your boys out all night yo go home and fucking write that shit down and force yourself to look at it and then you'll start to feel like the piece of shit you are. And that, well, will, that will invoke change, I promise you. Well, on that, like, what are, why, are you, why are you looking at other women? Is it because the spark between you and your girl? Yeah, that's important to find you know, out, too. Like, these things, like, so, all right, so, I'm reading this book called The Way of the Superior Man. And any dude that has been considered a womanizer at one point in time, any dude that's in a relationship or about to get into a relationship, any dude that wants some type of mentoring guidance that doesn't have like a male role model figure, or yeah. a figure in their lives. Even me now, like I didn't really have one growing up. I didn't really have somebody that was going to bestow this wisdom. Mm -hmm. So learning how to be a man is a lifelong journey. We look at these men that do have wisdom, that do have, like, that can tell us how to be men and how to, how to steer us in the right way. Um, we don't have that many of those anymore. So I read a lot. And it's important to read. Read a fucking book to all my friends. Read a fucking book. So I'm saying that because I love you. So, all right. So if you're losing interest in the girl that you're talking to, there's a reason why you're losing interest because typically 
if you found her attractive and you leave her, somebody else is going to find her attractive, right? For all the same reasons you found her attractive. And they might make that relationship work. Mm-hmm. You know, like how many girls did you, not you, but the general you right. have talked to? She was a baddie. You you had her for a little bit. You ended up breaking up with her, cheating on her, doing whatever. She she cops a man. They have a family, and they look happy as shit. And it makes you feel some type of way. Exactly. Well, the reason why you're hopping from one girl to another girl to another girl is because you're looking for something, right? And you're trying to see if you can get it through these women. Or, you're tr- yeah, you have an idea for what your ideal woman, woman is. is, and you're trying to force upon that with the girls that you do meet in yes. real life, yes. you're trying to force your fantasy on them. Yes. And when they don't measure up, yes. you, but, you but kick if, rocks. But if you, like you said, like if you're, if you're speaking this into existence, you're saying, I want a girl like this, I want a girl yeah. like that, I want a girl. You'll get it. You'll get the girl that you're looking but for. But stop bullshitting with these other stop girls. Stop bullshitting, until yeah. right? Chill out. But also, too, that ideal girl, right? It's not going to be 100% all the time, number one. And she might hit by like seven of those 10 traits that you want. That's passing. Seven out of 10. That's great. Take it. That's a C. Take it because if you can get the seven out of 10, then you could possibly work on the rest. Yeah. But the thing is, who's to say that you're perfect? Are you the 10 out of 10? Oh, <laughs> shit. Because you might be. Take a look in the fucking mirror. You might Absolutely. not. Look it. There's, I, I, I'm just going to. I have to do this right now. To all my guy friends out there, to all the guy listeners. Listen, there are guys out here. There are the whole fucking package. When I mean the whole. I was just listening to a podcast. This brother's 37 years old, right? He graduated from West Point College, top of his class. He graduated from Yale Law, went in to be a Navy fucking SEAL, and then the man is about to run for congressman. Fuck looking at all these other guys that are celebrities. Mm-hmm. There's some guys out here that are, they look like regular guys, but these guys are just way above average. And it's because he looked upon himself. He pushed himself, and then now at the end, he can get the trophy wife if he wants to. The trophy wife can come with a child already. You know what I mean? The trophy wife can come with already some baggage or not some baggage or whatever it may be. But the guys that are sitting here looking at other women and saying, you guys don't stack up, what the fuck have you done? Because these women have choices as well. And these women can go like... Like, I thought you was a shit because you had fucking a cute face and, you know, you had the nice car. But this dude stacks up way... You, you'll never mm-hmm. be able to stack up to this guy at right. the end. Physical attributes. There's always a guy that's going to be taller, bigger dick. There's always going to be a guy that's going to be more athletic. There's better better style. Better style. Right. More educated, more witty, more charismatic. Like, you got to understand that there's guys out here that are just killing the fucking game. And women as well. Yeah. So for these guys that are cheating, 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 cheating... Like, stand back, my man. Go to the gym, my man. Read a book, my man. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Do these things. Get yourself right, right, right. And then you'll learn something about yourself and go, okay, this is what I want. This right. is what I'm willing to do. This is what I'm willing to compromise. And this is what I'm not willing to compromise with. Because everybody has those core things in their life. They say, this is what makes me who I am. I'll never mm-hmm. compromise this because I'll be a shell of a man. So let me like understand who I am, what I'm willing to do. 
and what I'm willing to compromise for, right? And then you start to pursue a girl, you right. know? And then, yeah, date. Don't, don't, keep it 100. Date. Hey, yeah. I'm, I'm dating you, but I want to talk to, you know, this person as well. You know, I'm not into anything real serious. And right. you just kind of keep it on the front end. Then it allows the girl to go, all right, well, I'm willing to make that, you know, that risk or mm-hmm. no, I, that's not for me. That's, yeah, that's not what I want. And then you just keep it moving. And then you keep it moving. Don't don't sit there and lie and play game. Damn. Absolutely. We should be called $2 million worth of game right here. Oh, shit. Throwing, throwing shots. <laughs> no, no, no. Shout out to Gilly. Yeah, I was about to say shout out to Gilly. <laughs> All right, so then now this is where it gets weird. Uh, I had an individual ask me. This is a good question. He just asked it really weird. Okay. He said, who moved our cheese? And then when I asked him to uh, explain, he said, a lot of people think because of COVID, they have the excuse to be broke. Oh, <gasps> wow. So. Do you want to take that one? Go ahead, man. Um. I think that this isn't much of an advice thing as much as is maybe an explanation thing. Um, I think that there are individuals who took advantage of the unemployment and stuff like that. Yes. Um, And yeah, I guess you could call that an excuse to be quote unquote broke or not to go out and be a go getter because the government's handing out free money. Mm -hmm. But also in a sense, you got to remember that, you know, whether or not COVID happened or not, I think that certain individuals are certain individuals. Yeah. You know what I mean? So those people are going to be not so go-getters, whether there's an excuse to be a not so go-getter or not. Yeah. We need all walks of life, right? Absolutely. We need the, I was about to say without the motherfuckers who ain't hustling that hard, I wouldn't be able to hustle as hard. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it takes, it takes, it takes all walks of life. Yeah. Everything is included. Yeah, don't worry about the people that are that are sitting stagnant, right? Mm-hmm. Don't worry about that. That's just, just going to slow you just, down. Yeah, just run your race. Don't look to the sides of you. No. Just run your race. Run your fucking race. So if you're the go-getter, go, go, go get it. Go and get it. Yeah. Absolutely. Short and sweet. I had one individual. This is crazy. What? All right, I'm going to let you guys know how I fucking... <laughs> how I frame this on Snapchat. I said... We're doing a segment called Thank You Milo, which is now going to be called Thank You Milo and Halston, because you are putting in some great input. But um, I said, we're doing a segment where we're going to take questions for advice. Yes. You know? And this motherfucker responds, how do we determine the rotation speed of Earth if Earth is actually spinning. So first off, this is not a question for Milo. This is a question for a fucking scientist. But if I were to answer this question, I would say I would do what I always do when things are spinning, and that's just close one eye and figure it out. <laughs> yeah, that's the best, I don't, best advice I can yeah, give to you. Yeah, I don't know about all that, bro. You know? And then um, I think we have one more. Oh, Yeah. So when I had posted this, the same day it was we were sitting, my my truck had broken down on the side of the highway. Okay. In the pouring rain. Okay. And somebody said, You should give advice on what to do 
if your car breaks down on the highway. Oh, shit. Okay, so now, all right. My main thing is to be prepared for that to happen before it happens. Yeah. Make sure you have a spare tire. Yep. Make sure you know how to change a spare yes. tire. It is not difficult. No. The the reason you may feel it's difficult is because nobody's ever showed you. You've mm-hmm. never seen anybody do it. Mm-hmm. So you just don't believe that you can do it. Yep. So that, that goes back to those statements I was talking about before where you're like, oh, I can't change a tire. No, you've just never done it. Because yes. anybody who's done it, yes. after they're done, they're like, oh, this is yeah. fucking easy. Majority of vehicles come with a jack. Yes. In in the trunk somewhere, yeah. you know, whether it's under the bed where the spare tire is, yeah. almost all vehicles come with that. Yeah. So when you if you buy a used vehicle, check to see if that stuff is in there. Yes. Um that's important. Make sure you have a spare tire. Learn how to change a tire before you have to change a tire. Yes. Um and always pull over to somewhere safe. Preferably the right shoulder if you can do that yes. as opposed to the left shoulder. Yes. You don't want to be that guy that's on the left shoulder. Yo, I was that guy. Fucking <laughs> I was that guy. Yeah, they're flying past. I was that guy with sketchy. I was that guy a, a few months ago. Yeah. Yes. Yo. Was it just an error? You just weren't thinking and you tried to pull <clears throat> off as quick as Look, you can I was, or you had no choice. I had no choice. Yeah, I'm see, that's on the left lane. Situation. I'm 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 coming up on the iPads like, you know. Whatever, right? So I'm coming up on the iPads. Like, we're going fast as hell. I'm doing about 80, right? And somehow, some way, a few cars ahead of me, they, they hit the brakes hard, mm-hmm. right? They hit the brakes so hard that I got to veer off into the shoulder and mm. still brake. I'm braking, and I caught a fucking bolt in oh, my, into, the tire. into the tire, and boom, it pops. You right? heard it instantly. Instantly. Oh. My shit pops, right? So now... I'm so close to the iPads, like terminal, whatever you want to call it. Right. The cars are zipping through the iPads, right? So I get off, right? And I'm like, all right, fuck it. It's my back left tire. So I, no, it's my back right tire. Oh, I'm so sorry. Your back is to track. Yes. Ugh. All right. So I hit up my wife and I'm like, you know, like we've heard of horror stories like this, yeah, right? Absolutely. Where somebody gets taken out. So I like, I text her and I call her like, I had a blowout. Boom. Right. Just whatever. My last goodbyes. Right. Anyways, so so I get out. I grab the jack. I grab the what do you call that? A wrench, pretty much. Like it's like a lug nut, whatever you know, to take off the lug oh, nuts. Oh yeah, right, right, right. Tire iron. Tire iron. Do not lift the car up before you take off the lug nuts. Leave the t- leave the car down. Oh yeah, you want to loosen. Off, loosen up all the lug nuts first. Boom, 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 and then jack it up. So I loosen all of them up and then I start to jack it up and I'm down jacking this, this, my car up and I see like somebody right next to me. I'm like, what the fuck? So I look up and it's just this random dude and he's like, go get the spare. He gets down and he starts fucking jacking up the shit real fast. Right. I take out the spare. He takes off the, the other tire. He gives it to me. He puts on the fucking spare. Boom, 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 boom. Right? And before I can, like, tell him, like, thank you, he's already heading to his car, like, chucking up the deuce. Boom. He's retired NASCAR. Bro. I was like, thanks, bro. And he was just like, and then my wife was like, that That's was like. what I'm here for. My wife was like, that was just God right there. Like, you know, yeah, we're, yeah. we're religious. So, you know, my, mm-hmm. my wife was like, that was God. That was. That was a guardian angel right yeah, that's there. That's exactly what that was. And so, like, he wasn't literally, looking for no money, nothing. He wasn't of that looking bullshit. for nothing. Like, 
I'm pretty sure he's seen Just the danger, right? Yeah, like you said, absolutely. like that's so fucked up. I got in, took off. No, it was sad. I was there for all but like maybe ten minutes. Yeah, maybe you know. So yeah, yeah. Try to get off to the right, like Milo said. Definitely, definitely. And if you are in a situation to where there is nothing you can do, um, and you are sitting there, um, call a tow. Yes. And also reach out to. I, th- I want to believe they're called IDOD. Yes. Yeah. And they will pull up on you yeah. to with, buffer you. Yeah. To buffer you. To yep. buffer They'll the hit the lights. And, and, yep. and yeah. So it, it'll be a lot safer for you. Yep. Especially if, if, like I said, you've never been in a situation like that. It was tough for us, man, because it was, it was nighttime. Oh. It was pouring rain. Oh. But we were lucky enough to be on the right shoulder. Okay. Um, well, I was because I broke down by myself. Mm. Um, but yeah, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't a, t- a flat tire thing. It oh no. My, no, my engine stalled and oh. was totally toast. Oh shit. So yeah, it wasn't a matter of changing the tire for me. Me, I had no, there was nothing that I could do. My whole shit was dead. So then oh. I had to call fucking, I had AAA, so I yeah. had free towing through AAA. So I hit up AAA, Well, I made, I waited for like three hours before yep. I told them, fuck it. And then I just called, um. Uh, a local tow. Really? They didn't yeah. come out to you? Man, they took forever. So Fuck. I was like, you know, I ain't got time for this shit. And then it's like the whole, because of COVID, you can't ride with tow truck drivers anymore. So you got to be so in the I back? Had, no, so I had to call somebody to come oh. and fucking pick me up. Damn. Yeah, so it was a whole situation. But fact of the matter is, is in those instances... Do not panic. Um, be cautious because not everybody who is going to stop to help you really wants to help you. You got to wow. be cautious. Yeah. Um, especially yeah. if you're a woman and you're alone. Oh, man. Definitely. If somebody does stop, maybe roll down the window and tell them you have help on the way. If you yeah. don't feel comfortable, never yep. feel like you have no other options. Yeah. Fuck I'm that. sure there's something. Go- you, you have something. You have a cell phone. Yeah. You can figure some other route. Yeah. Don't yeah. don't ever panic and feel like you have to accept help from somebody. Nah, fuck that, just man. Just because you're in distress. Yeah. And then talk to the tow truck. Like, hit hit up a tow truck driver. Yeah. You know, like, hit up dispatch. Ask them, like, you know what? I ain't got no money. Bill me later. Right. You what know, here we, goes. Yeah, what kind of options can we go yeah, over? Yeah, exactly. Like, like, you know, yeah. So it doesn't have to be just that. Absolutely. My man is at 290 right now. Oh, yeah. He's cleaning it now. Because what else just came in? Nevada just came in. So he's that's, just now he's just like yeah, what is he that's doing? He's just rounding bases now. Yeah, he's that's just insult the injury. But yeah, no, it is. Uh, I'm happy that it happened. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I had it because I'm like, bro, this is like, I got to the point where I was refreshing this shit. Yeah. We're talking about the um, uh, 2020 election results. Oh yeah, uh, I was. I just kept refreshing right this shit for the past fucking three days. Every fucking two hours, like, oh, Look, something's got to happen. Something's got to happen. I'm sure as soon as we get out of the studio and we get on Instagram. It's going to be everywhere. It's going to be fucking So everywhere. I'm going to have to drop this clip tonight. So look, look, Biden, like, you better make, you better make right on all those motherfucking promises. All yeah. those promises that he was promising all the minorities, because I like to think that the minorities are, are the ones that came through on this one. The black and brown people came through and, and really pushed him to be the president. So make right on all this shit. Because if not... There's going to be blood in the street again. Yeah. I, well, I voted for Kanye, so. 
This shit ain't got nothing to do with me. Uh, yay. Yay said he's going for 2024. And I'll be there again. Yeah? I'll be there again. Hype beasting it out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not going to disclose who I voted for. I'd say it's nobody's business. But Look. Joe Biden is our president-elect, and we will move forward accordingly. Okay. So what else, man? We're on a roll today. Yeah, no, it was good. And yeah, thank you for all of the responses uh, on Snapchat. I had, I had one about... Uh, <laughs> Quantum physics. Somebody look, asked me about quantum tunneling. Look, bro. <laughs> Motherfuckers just trying to stump people out here. Like, look. <laughs> I was like, those are questions for scientists. I think you guys are missing the advice portion. Yeah, just advice. This man. is all advice. Thank you, Milo, for this advice. And Halston. So, yeah, this has been Closet Podcast. Thank you, Milo and Halston. Um, but, yeah, no. Um, as far as any anything else going on in your life, no, no, that's that's been it. It's been oh, you know what? Uh, uh, we were talking about King Von. Did mm-hmm. they? Um, is it true that they got video of YMW Melly like confessing to that? Oh, yeah, I read something briefly about it. I, I just read that it was a statement. I didn't see that it was a video. It's like a video of him confessing to it, right? Yeah, I'm not and sure. And then, like, I don't know how true this is, too, that he might get the death penalty. Yeah, I, I remember reading that. But yeah, I didn't, I didn't, uh, I didn't see any video or anything. That's crazy. That is crazy because that's uh, that goes back to that self snitching shit. Yeah, what? Told, why? Why yourself. is that though? Why is it cool now to like tell people what they're doing? Like, are they looking for the recognition that bad? Yeah, I think uh yeah, I think it all boils down to just being uh you know, making sure you you go down as one of the quote unquote real ones who was living what they were spake, you know, rapping yeah, and speaking fuck, about. Fuck, man. But does it does it really end up in your favor? Mm. We see what happened to 6ix9ine, we see what happens to some of the individuals who, you know, get taken away. Um, yeah. Get taken out of this life, which is not cool. Any local shout-outs? Absolutely. Uh, mine this week is my boy Adam. Uh, he's a tattoo artist. They just moved their shop from Calumet City, actually right down the street on Halstead. Oh, sweet. Uh, it's called Wicked Owl Studios, um, located at 157 South Halstead Street, which is down the street from Prairie State. Mm-hmm. Uh, but before you get to that social security office or you get to that little muffler shop, it's oh, okay. small, yeah. it's yep. right next, it's the, it's actually the uh, small little um, uh, lot that's right next to the truck training mm-hmm. for yep. Prairie State. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, dude, he's awesome. He did my Thank You Milo tattoo. Okay. Um, and amongst uh, others. You know, he's but he's a local dude, Chicago. He's from Chicago Heights, went to Bloom, all nice. that good stuff. Fucking when I was younger, living on Emerald with roommates, we used to throw parties and we would have him DJ them. Oh, sweet. so me and him go back like Blackjack. Okay. Cool. So, shouts out to Bro, shouts out to the whole uh, Wicked Owl Studios. How about like you? You name. got anything? Uh, mine is uh, local, but local statewide is okay. JB Pritzker. JB Pritzker is. Well, not him, but the state is giving out another 
a corona relief for small businesses and for minority businesses. Go on the um, the Illinois Illinois.gov website and check it out. I think they're giving something like forty nine million dollars. Wow. And up to I think it's like twelve hundred like small businesses. Also, it's like a grant. Also, they're doing some other things for municipalities. So, you know, like get involved in local government, you know, find out where this money is going to be allocated to find out um, if this money is going to be allocated to streets, Mm -hmm. uh, police officers, firemen, parks, you know, these things. We have to um, we have to get involved in local government. The reason why we have to get involved in local government is because this is where we live at. We live in neighborhoods. We want to know what's going on with our our schools. We want to know what's going on with our uh, streets and sand and things like that um, because it just makes our community that much better. It does. Although we are, um, we're not, it's not that we're distracted, but we are looking at big government and big government has um, some impact on us. It's the local government that really has the impact, you know, the mom and pop shops, you know, the, um, the other things that are going on, like I said, in the municipalities. So if we, don't have mom and pop shops, we don't have small businesses, um, then we ain't got no local shout outs. Straight up. Absolutely. So all the people that are listening right now that know small businesses and stuff like that, tell them just to go on Illinois.gov and look up the new grants that are going out and um, for some relief. That's uh, it. Yeah. And then for social media shout outs, this week we just have one Scooby Doobies 9. Oh, that's that's the little homie, right? Yes, that's my homie Cross, my little brother. All right, cool. So yeah. shouts out to bro. Yeah, shout you out here. A one day one, father of my godson. There you go. Shouts out to Roman as well, and yeah. his mama Linda. Oh shit! Okay. So shouts out to everybody. All right, right on. Well, hell yeah, and we'll be back. So thank you for listening. Uh, this has been Closet House Podcast, and we'll see you again later. We're out.